Greetings and salutations, DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Scott, and it's time for a Monster in Minutes. This week, we're talking about the Golguthra, more commonly known as Atyugs. You can find the Atyug on page 248 of the 5th edition Monster Manual under Atyug in the O section. Golguthra, Dung Eaters, these are but a few of the names associated with the creatures known as Atyug. Both the Atyug and its larger cousin, the Neo-Atyug, has a shape that is somewhat similar to a dung heap. Since they spend a great deal of time in such festering heaps of refuse, their bodies tend to be covered with said refuse, giving them the appearance, when stationary, of a dung heap, for the filth they reside in clings to them. These creatures are malodorous as well, smelling like the festering heaps of dung that they dwell in. How many times in a paragraph can you say dung? The body of the creature is lumpy and is mottled green or even brown. These creatures are about 8 feet wide, can weigh up to 500 pounds, and are incredibly strong. Being able to snatch up even the heaviest and most formidable of warriors it could get its tentacles upon. This massive girth, strangely enough, is supported by three thick elephant-like legs. The creature has one leg in the back and two up front. This beast has a pair of tentacles that sit almost atop its back. These tentacles end in leaf-shaped appendages that are lined with spikes. These appendages help the creature to grab onto its prey, hold it firmly, and shovel it into its gaping, toothy maw. The creature sees via a long stalk that holds two yellowish-purple eyes. This creature uses this appendage in a similar fashion as a periscope, burying itself in a pile of offal and awaiting for prey to blunder by. Let's have a look at what they can do. Well, they have limited telepathy. The Atia can magically transmit very simple messages and, and images to any creature within 120 feet of it that can understand a language. This form of telepathy doesn't allow the receiving creature to telepathically respond. It's got a multi-attack. They make three attacks, one with its bite and two with its tentacles. Uh, the bite is uh, fairly formidable. It's got a plus six to hit, 2d8 plus three piercing damage. Creature must uh, succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw against disease or become poisoned until the disease is cured. Tentacle attacks here as well, plus six to hit again. They've got a 10-foot reach. They do uh, 1d8 plus three bludgeoning damage plus 1d8 piercing damage. And then there's a tentacle slam where the Atia can slam creatures grappled by it into other solid surfaces, walls, floors, maybe even a ceiling. Each creature must succeed on DC 14 saving throw or take 2d6 plus 3 bludgeoning damage. So it's a pretty formidable creature. Now, the disease uh, that you could get by being bitten by this, this creature is called filth fever. This was a sickness characterized by fever and slowness of movement. It was spread by bites from contaminated animals, such as rats or other sewer animals. And, of course, the atyag could be very deadly if left untreated. Back in older versions, you would have to make a fortitude save, DC 14. There's an incubation period of 1d3 days. You take damage to your dexterity and constitution of 1d3 points. Any saves made are going to be constitution-based. So that is your filth fever. An Adiug will never be surprised by the approach of another creature. Remember that telepathy feature to the creature? This is why. 
It is said that the creatures have a limited type of telepathy, making them aware of their surroundings and any other intelligent or otherwise creatures in the area. Many individuals will speculate that this telepathy can be used to insert a suggestion into the mind of unwary creatures nearby their lair. The suggestion will attract these creatures to the Atyug, which will be lying in wait to ambush them. Atyugs prefer fresh meat, but they'll consume rotten decay. But when the opportunity arises for it to grab something nice and fresh, it's going to take it. These things are most often solitary, but may coexist in a symbiotic fashion with another creature. These creatures are far often more dangerous and intelligent than the Atiag. In these cases, the Atiag will either be used as a guardian for valuables or for waste processing means. This makes an encounter with an Atiag particularly dangerous, as your party may not know if there is a solitary creature they have blundered upon or the layer of something far more dangerous. These creatures don't look smart, but they're surprisingly intelligent. Although their appearance will have you think that they're just simple animals, they're really not. The Atyug has an intelligence of six, so to put this into perspective, a bugbear has an intelligence of eight, so there's not much difference. Atyugs can speak the common tongue. While Atyugs are mostly solitary creatures, it is said that they mate once every seven years. These matings are massive, orgiastic gatherings. These creatures will make long journeys underground via subterranean routes deep within the bowels of the world or will travel above ground at night. It's suspected that there's a special breeding ground for the Atyugs, because here, where the remains of countless ancient creatures lay, the Atyugs will begin their orgiastic mating frenzy. Try sleeping tonight, folks. So how would you use an Atyug? The first thing that comes to mind is the trash compactor scene in Star Wars, right? Maybe your party's blundered into some underground lair of a wizard warlock, sorcerer, a castle, a keep, some long-forgotten place where the Atyag dwells within the filth and the garbage that it is being fed into this room by a multitude of trash chutes. The party finds themselves in this room. Maybe they're trapped there unwillingly, or they blunder in, trying to hide from something or someone. This is where the Atyag comes in. And I can see it peeking its tentacled eyes through the filth, much in the same way that that stop-motion eyeball in the original Star Wars did, where they can harry your party members, dragging them under the filth and the whatnot, perhaps even devouring a halfling or two. And that's this week's A Monster in Minutes featuring the Atiag. This is your DM, Scott. See you next time in the dojo.